0: Hello and welcome to Law & Order S-Review here on Fanversation. I am Yael Teagle. I'm joined by the amazing, the incredible Felicia Michelle. Hello. Hey,
1: Yael. It's been uh, too long. It's been too long. I'm very excited to be here. I miss you guys. Yeah, we've missed you. I miss Taylor too, but I miss, I'll text (laughs) her later.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm glad you're here. Today we are talking about Season 14, Episode 18, Legitimate Rape. Uh, For those uh, who might need it, we have a hotline for you. If you are in a situation where you um, need to talk to somebody, uh, please reach out to Rain. Their number is 1-800-656-4673. 1-800-656-4673. Felicia, do you know what 4673 spells? Hope? It does spell hope. (laughs) nice um (laughs) good i love it we also have some people in the chat hello welcome daryl is here he says hey Hey, virginia daryl Daryl, welcome um i'm so excited to be talking about this episode before we get into it uh, i don't foresee myself saying anything inappropriate but i'll warn you all anyway because it happens uh on this svu after show podcast we make jokes um they're not always funny but sometimes they are offensive, so um, consider this your content warning. If you were in a situation where you're not ready to laugh, this might not be the show for you. Um, also, if you're waiting to laugh, this might not be the show for you. <laughs> I make it's, no promise that I'm funny. It's it,
1: I know it's like I feel terrible because like some shows is like man back to back jokes and the other ones I'm like I have nothing. Like I'm like at like I think I'm situationally funny. Some people are just like funny. I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe- situationally funny. And the show has a bunch of different situations. So sometimes, you know, there's, you know, a place for more jokes, you know, in in certain situations. I don't know if if this is the episode for that.
0: Right. This doesn't feel like it. Uh, Again, we're talking about season 14, episode 18, Legitimate Rape. Here is the quick cap. A sports reporter who became pregnant after a rape goes through torture when she uh, takes the accused rapist to court. Um, I will say this. I don't think she goes through torture, um, but I do agree that this was a tough case. Um, how do you feel about this episode, Felicia?
1: I one thousand percent think she was tortured. Um oh, okay. not in like mentally, like like mentally tortured. Like imagine like knowing somebody stalked you, um, and now they're like your baby dad. Like for the one thing you always wanted. Okay, so it all right. So I. I picked this episode because of the guest stars, honestly. Okay. Um, but I, it, it wasn't my favorite. Like, watching it back again, I was like, oh, wait. I don't feel the same way that I felt the first time that I watched it. First time I watched it, I was, I, I gave you, I was, like, in my um Walking Dead bag. So I was, like, really excited. Mm. But I I wasn't happy. Like, I mean, which, I mean, every episode of Law Order, you're not going to be happy. They're really, really sad stories. But I almost found myself, like, getting really angry because I just like just the title of the episode is literally like what the, what is that Leg, legitimate um rape and just everything that's going on currently with you know people who don't have mm-hmm. ot- uteruses or any of those um organs in their body making decisions for people for people who do um that part legitimate
0: rape um yeah so i actually i actually really love this episode um and i remember I remember the case that it's ripped from. So everybody sit tight because this is ripped from headlines. Um, so I remember when that was a thing and then the episode happened. And I remember being so um enthralled by this story. And the truth is, watching it again, I'm like, oh, this is one of those ones where I'm like, this is scary. Yeah. I am scared because because this happens, because the idea that people believe in this legitimate rape. Uh, argument which we'll get to the idea that a rapist has the right to custody
1: yeah parent
0: like it's so scary um and I realized that this episode I was like this is a very very scary episode um but we have uh people talking about all the cast in this one that's right this was season 14 um so Nick was there Daryl says it has been so long since I've seen Nick yeah Nick Amaro I forgot all about him. Trying his best, doing his very best.
1: After um, I watched, rewatched the episode for for the podcast today. I was kept watching, and I was like, "Wow, I, I really, uh, I really missed that guy. I miss that guy." And Barbara, yeah. you know, D, the, like, I think those are some of like most fans' favorite. Like, he's one of everyone's favorite DAs. Like, <laughs> probably like at least top one or two for most people.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Alice says, or yeah, Alice says uh, there were some funny Barbara moments in court. Yeah. This is uh, I forgot that this is the episode that has um like something that I think is so memeable is him going uh, objection that is uh, something, and frankly uh, ridiculous. Um Sarah says Sassy Barb court. yes, um, sassy. Yeah, I so also, as you mentioned, we had um Lauren Cohen from uh, Walking Dead was in this. I remember when that was the like the promo for this was guest star from Walking Dead. Um, and also we have um, David Marciano as Rick Purcell, uh, who is in Homeland and it's such a different character I think than this character in homeland.
1: What's his character in Homeland like?
0: In Homeland he is and again, I only saw the first couple seasons. He's okay. um, he's like a, a the tech computer guy. Um, so he's like the good he's like the good guy's support. <laughs>
1: so even even like so a good guy but like a little softer so it's weird probably seeing him play. Yes. so like, oh.
0: he's not creepy that's range that's yeah. range for you there you go um so this episode actually starts with our sports reporter Avery Jordan um i really want to talk about the like open like our intro to her scene where she's trying to report in the locker room and these guys are assault uh, essentially trying to make their moves um it reminds me of uh there was a recent video of a journalist you know which one i'm talking about yeah go ahead um, no.
1: all the people
0: no no i'm just re- checking that you re- you know which one i'm talking about
1: there i was mean uh-huh there are, uh-huh, got there are tons of these
0: Um, But there was recently a woman just trying to report on the news and uh, men kept harassing her and saying sexual, vulgar and then racist things to her. Yeah, that's a
1: that's a that's I didn't know if you were talking about her. That's a friend of mine. That's Brie Hamlin. um, And she's a reporter in um, in New York. And I'm in the Rochester area. And it was crazy, the response that it got. Because I'm like, this really does happen to uh, female reporters out in the field, because Mm a lot of us who worked out in the field before you're your own camera person so you're out there by yourself or it's just you and your camera person it just happened to be that she had a camera a camera a videographer rather with her i don't want to say cameraman because i don't know if it was a man or a woman but she had a videographer with her and that's even unusual so typically people you're by yourself i mean, there's so many videos of people even touching um yeah. female reporters and it's really just disgusting like I mean, obviously, for the show it was really exaggerated, but those moments, how he talked to her in, in public, like those happened in private. Um, those happen on air. You know, people think it's innocent flirting, and it, it's it's not. I felt so bad for Brie because I was like, she's a really nice person and really great at her job, and she didn't deserve that. So really terrible.
0: Well, I mean, the one in the show in in SVU, this this harassment that she that we saw, I feel like isn't exaggerated. That feels literally i've se- i've seen that where you know a female reporter is especially in the sports world but also just anywhere out in the street uh someone's trying to touch her someone's trying to kiss her it's it's, it's kind it's, of ridiculous
1: it's not kind of it's gross it's like um you know they're trying to provide you with some type of information that you need or want and um you're Talk, you're on a whole different program it, uh, uh, sorry it's just gross and Wait. it's one to like you know you want to like show you're happy people like support and watch you and stuff but like when you get a message from somebody like telling you like how they think you're se- sexy and you're like they're old enough to be like your dad's older like uncle or something like maybe not your granddad but they're pretty old and it's like kind
0: of gross like ew that's nasty I, I mean I would also say I'm going to make an assumption based on my Instagram DMs. I'm going to make an assumption on yours. Yeah. Um, uh. We, we who are not out in public doing news, we are, we get stuff all the time. It's,
1: it, it's, um it's, it's, it's funny. Like I could sit and laugh about it, but it re- I, I'm grateful for the internet and we're, we have things now. I'm grateful that the, that moment was caught for brief, even though it wasn't probably the best moment to feel in. But um, people need to know, like, don't do not do that. And if your friends are doing creepy stuff, like, check the creeps. Just check the creeps. If you're, you know, your friends can be creepy. Like, your, your best dude bro or whatever is, could be like that. Like, don't. And catcalling is not hot. You can tell me, like, my shoes or that my hair looks nice. That's nice. But, like, but I'm like, why you not smiling,
0: girl? You're not, like, Here's here's what I also will say, and, and then we'll move on to the, the episode. I know, here's, right? Let's
1: talk about Order. I right? just want
0: to say uh, there has never been a successful story mm. of a of a stranger sending someone on camera, whether they're news or internet, a a vulgar message. I have never heard a successful story where that turned into something like positive it doesn't yeah. that's yeah. not it doesn't work that way yeah
1: so law order
0: so as we so um she comes to benson um i really like this scene where um where avery is telling like is trying to tell benson what happened and then the um fans come and she's like you know what never mind like i'm not gonna- i this scene feels real it feels oh, yeah. very reasonable that this person would be like, you know what? I can't do this. I have fans. I, I have something to do. Like, I can't do this.
1: She's at the top of her game. Like, she's, mm-hmm. like, it seemed you know, like, super, superstar sportscaster. Um, the people that beloved and people, like, people really seem to like her. And then why should I give that all up? Should I give that all up for somebody else? You know? Right. And she well, still wants to work with because that's like she's prioritizing her career so much so she's like yeah I just want to can you just make him not be able to talk to me at work Because like right. I like want he's a great cameraman like
0: what yeah she says I just want rest- to like a work restraint or outside of work restraining order I'm trying not to make waves I'm being polite and I love when Benson is like you tried to be polite and now he has made this bigger in his head like you've done you know what you thought was the right way to do it and that's that hasn't helped. Um, okay, so he...
1: Was really obsessive.
0: Hmm? He was clearly obsessive. Yeah. Um, so he thinks that it was consensual. Um, and... Which we've heard many a times. Um, and uh, Purcell is essentially threatening her and the affair she's having with um, Jason, who is her the other reporter. And Mary... Um, And married, yes. Um, Which is a whole different story and not a part of this episode. But (laughs) um, so what Barbara points out is that this this video uh, is from before the rape, the video of of her and Jason. So it shows an escalating pattern of harassment. So now that they have a case, um, you know, they have this, they can show this. So that's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we get to court and she is very pregnant. <laughs> yeah, that escalated quickly. I was like, are you having like
1: a Mondo Burger baby? Or like, why did your baby cook so fast? Like, well, I don't so
0: understand. She I didn't guess- come to Benson until two months pregnant. later.
1: And then, and that then- woman, it's eight. she said, she was, she said, it's like, yo, you're about eight weeks. So if you're thinking about getting a case together six months, okay. Yeah, she could be, yeah, she could be that far along.
0: Yeah. Because at that point, I think she was eight months pregnant during the trial. It, just seemed, it was just, it was just fast. I
1: get it. But I just wasn't ready for that belly to pop out. So. Right. Okay.
0: Um, so uh, we, here are my notes. So Jason takes <laughs> the stand. Um, we find out that their affair was about a year and a half on and off. Um, yeah. But he broke it off when he got the threatening video. Um, and then Purcell decides that he wants his, wants to represent himself because his lawyer isn't doing what he asked. Um, I will agree that his lawyer is... It felt like when I watch not SVU and there's a law case and I will shout out objections that I think should be called. For example, anyone should watch uh, the second season of uh, 13 Reasons Why with me because there were a ton of objections that were not called.
1: Mm Oh, uh, well, it's well, he, he just because he was like, what am I supposed to say? This woman is and and almost like I thought the pregnancy would be good news, you know, like, oh, I mean, it's not great that, you know, you're pregnant by rape by, as a result of rape. But um, it's great because you can prove like this person like they we did have sex. It was like, you know, like there's mm-hmm. a product of us coming together of some sorts. Yeah. It kind of sucks because like this episode, Loki kind of pointed out that the victim typically suffers way more than the person, not even just from the initial act, but the continuation of it. Also, I said, I do think she was tortured because mm-hmm. the continuation of this, she constantly had to deal to deal with him. And it came with what, what she always wanted though. That's a mind trip. If you think about it, someone taking your career, ruining your life, ruining your reputation, all that came along, taking it right all that came along with getting the biggest blessing or something that you always wanted, something so deep as like wanting to become a mom. Like that's, that's a deep innate feeling in someone. And also, and trauma is deep and innate in someone. So like that, uh, that's a torturous experience. Like if I'm putting myself in that character's
0: shoes. No, you're, t- you're right. You're right. Um, I think that there was, You, I, I stand corrected. I was wrong
1: torturous and he's not like hot like no offense or anything but in the real world like he's like the guy behind the camera she wanted the guy who was in front of the camera like that's the guy she was attracted to. that's the guy she was dealing with the guy who's the superstar who's on her and he's like just the guy taking her bags into her room for her mm-hmm. and I feel like like his in his mind like he's like this servitude role he plays is almost like a like a boyfriend or something so i put oh you put your bags into your room and to do all that and like allowing him to do that kind of made him have this like relationship in his mind which he does which i feel like that character really didn't feel like that relationship and even throughout the trial throughout um everything because just some of the stuff he said to her in his questioning like you know we we wanted this baby like we like he made it and even when oh when they corrected him he was like oh this is supposed to be family a family visit and they're like no this is not a family visit y'all are not a
0: family right no I think you're totally right and and he did build this relationship right he was he was uh he's very much the like progression of an incel right he was like I was a good guy I did everything right I am entitled to this That's what he has turned into. Um, I just want to make a very quick note because I don't want anyone to get this mixed up. There are hot camera people.
1: Oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are very... There are very attractive
0: videographers.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and that you're like, why are you behind the camera? You're beautiful. Um, Yes. Just run that on the record. Yeah, but... (laughs) (laughs) I mean... My, my, my criminal minds on, I was trying to, you know, that's what I was trying to, you know, other criminal shows knowledge on this one. So I was trying to break it down.
0: Right. No, it was good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when uh, Benson takes the stand, Purcell asked her, have you, how often um, have you seen a rape victim get pregnant and keep the baby? And I almost laughed. Cause like, <laughs> she's right there. <laughs>
1: She's been right there for twenty-two seasons. She's been right
0: there, like. Right. Um, and then he asks a very interesting question. He says, "There's no way to differentiate samples because there are two samples in the bed um, from a, a consensual encounter and one that isn't." Um, and I think that's such an interesting way to like to play this, especially when he then goes into his legitimate rape argument, like. Yeah. That's that's a very clever way to point out to people like there there is no way to look at the sample and know what it is. The same way when he argued um, that the uh, the physical evidence of what you know looked like um, could have been rough sex versus assault. Um, I think that's as terrible as as terrible as that is. It is an interesting argument that I I think they make.
1: I mean and one he would make it and him trying to defend himself so i guess it made sense i was like wow he's not um but i mean it speaks to his like right his like pathology right like you're not mm-hmm. as dumb you are not. you're not dumb you're smart you're calculated like you, you know exactly what you were doing i i would not be surprised i'll take it a step further i would not be surprised if this character did not know her timing mm. like her her cycle Yep. Um, because he kept saying, all you ever said you, all you ever wanted was a child, all you ever wanted was a child, all you ever wanted was, like, you kept you kept repeating that over and over again, as if you were giving her her want, like, you gave her her only desire, and if you're this close and monitoring her and stalking her, I don't see why you wouldn't know when she gets her period.
0: Oh, for sure. <laughs> and he said to her, or he says uh, during the trial, he says she said not to use a condom because she wanted to try one more time. Here's the thing. I I don't, no woman, let's say, let's say she does want, like, she's like, let me try again. This is not. It is not the guy. A, it's not the guy. B, it's not going to be the first time that we're to get, you know what I mean? Like, if I'm thinking I want to have a baby and I want to try for it and I'm like, you don't let's give it one more shot. It's not going to be this random hookup. Oh
1: yeah. Like if be like, I am I took my temperature and I, I went on, peed on the stick that tells right. you. Right. And it's like all these kind of things, mitigating efforts to help you get
0: where to go. Um,
1: But mm -mm.
0: and I would let the person know, like we would have a discussion about custody. Like, I mean, it just speaks to his like
1: his actual delusion of being in a relationship with her. And I mean, it it you we've seen it before in like other episodes where like uh, there were high profile women um and it was always like someone in their life that just couldn't have them and like kind of wanted to have that control or um own some kind of part of them and Mm -hmm. I mean it happened literally when I know we're gonna get to it and it's right from the headlines this literally what happened to that that woman it's I think it's a power thing with people who do stuff like that to women who are on top of their game and, and moving like that. And then I'm not saying it just happens to women who are on television, it happens to women um, in all types of industries, mm-hmm. like a, a power thing. Like I want you and I'm going to have you um, despite how iris- how, un- how unmatched we are, like right. a crazy person.
0: So um, Purcell brings in his expert, which is a Congressman Fitz Showalter, who uh wanted to criminalize abortion after rape as tampering with evidence. Um that was like
1: Isn't that not like a- an admittance right there? Isn't that like, like not an admittance? Cause it kind of doesn't negate that rape happened. Wait, I don't right. even know how to break this down. Wait, like you should know no, wrong.
0: <laughs> it's cause it's the same way that like uh Purcell is like it there was no rape. They're like, there's evidence, she's pregnant. Um So he's been a doctor for over 40 years and he says that um, he has this term legitimate rape, which again, we'll talk about where that came from. Um, And he says it's nearly impossible for a woman to get pregnant because the body is a mechanism for shutting down when stressed, which as Barbara points out, it is difficult to get pregnant when under stress, Um, meaning prolonged stress that your body is going through, not in the moment. Yeah. Um, and he hasn't practiced in twelve years because of a misconduct suit. So um, that is our expert who tells us about the. Last
1: time he was published, Disco was still alive, right? Disco. <laughs> so that that's interesting, though, that he like would say it because it, it's contradictory. Like the whole thing is
0: contradictory.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, a sham. Just
0: a sham, doctor.
1: Yeah, there are like real people out there. I think that's really what it like is for me sometimes with the episodes of 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 Law and Order and of the other show that we do. Is that these actual horrible kinds of people do exist in the world? And that's what be, be messing me up sometimes. I watch the episode and I'm all enjoying it. And I'm like, mm, and I'm like, mm. oh wait, this is real. Oh wait, I'll probably based this on something. And I know parts of this episode, a large part of it was based on um something real so just like mm,
0: mm. yeah so uh anyway he he gets found not guilty of rape but guilty of stalking but, because what? one juror and a, a what a woman. a woman yeah couldn't get past the legitimate rape argument pick me is this
1: okay what pick me just did did like wh- what and, and we know, we know, and we know that sometimes women even orgasm during rape. Right. Not anything. It is a mechanical. It's like it's a body mechanism, mm-hmm. the exact same way that getting um, getting pregnant is it's a mechanism that your body does. Right. It, that's what that's what it does when certain bells and whistles or whatever. Like mm-hmm. it, it just it just it happens. It doesn't mean anything, right? Um. Legitimate rate. Right?
0: What a jerk. So she goes into labor, she gives birth to Theo. Um, and of course he yeah. wants custody. That's so I was
1: he's just a turd. She but she lo- but she looked happy. Like if there was if there was anything to take away from the little, all the horror that happened, that baby did make her happy. Yeah. She did seem to like really love it and be super connected to it, which I was surprised because I think myself along with a lot of other people probably make the assumption that a child who is comes uh, comes into the world of those circumstances may be hard to love um right. you know, we heard olivia talk about it time and time again how things were t- tough with her mom like she felt some type of strain that even be- before she knew what it was she felt it mm-hmm. um with her own mother so you know that in, in this world, in the SBU world, that this is possible and this can happen because this happened to her. So to see her like really just like kind of fall in love with her son and like, oh, he's perfect. Like, you know, he was early. Like, I think I needed this to happen at this time of getting this horrible news to make me feel
0: better. Yeah, I love the way she says that she wasn't, ex- she was worried about it and then she saw him and it, there was no concern. Um, and I think that's really wonderful. So now we have to go to k- uh, to court for the custody. Yeah.
1: Not the, okay. Something else interesting in this episode, I thought back on it was Olivia never took the opportunity to say that she yeah. was a victim of of rape, and I was we I think we were all kind of waiting for it to happen and, and not knowing at which point because when she was one who kind of identified that um, hey I think you're pregnant um, and and she's like no I don't want to be because no one's wants to be pregnant with their rapist baby I don't think right. anyone ever want that to happen. But um, she's like, no. And she that could have been her time to say, hey, I'm this and you don't have to worry. Mm-hmm. She never made it about herself when it was clearly personal for her. Like, Clearly.
0: No, you're totally right. And I was waiting when she was on the stand and he says, like, how many, how many victims of rape keep the baby? And she says, it happens. I expected her to be like, me. But yeah. she didn't. And then later, you know, when the baby was born, She didn't say it. It wasn't until the very end when she turns to Amaro and he goes, remember you asked about my dad? And he's like, yeah. She's like, I said, it was a long story. It's not. And that's it. That's what we get. I I have to like
1: think back now. And I wonder, um, obviously, I mean, her saying not wanting to say in an open court makes a hundred percent sense to me. Um, But when she started to be more open with it, because she's has become like more open and telling people about about that. But I don't know if it's just like situational for her Mm -hmm. and when she feels comfortable um, or if she just doesn't want to make it about herself, which I mean, you know, Liv is like selfless. Like that's one of the first things you could say about this character is that she's selfless. So she wouldn't, she wouldn't make it about herself when someone else is suffering, even though like she's connected to that same Mm -hmm. experience. Um, I just thought it was interesting. She just had every opportunity (laughs) to say it. And
0: she just did. It was, I agree. It's, it, You know, I kind of want to watch, here's a marathon for somebody who is interested, any episode that is related to this, because I know that, like, I remember in season one, um, possibly the pilot, I cannot remember, there's some paperwork that needs to be filled out, and Munch asks why she didn't put anything under her dad, and um Stabler was like leave it alone and later he finds out from someone else and then he tells her and she's like it's none of your business. Anyway, that was early on in the show. And I wonder if from there to you know later on we've seen her situationally bring it up but I wonder if in the there have been in, arcs around yeah. the
1: whole 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 right. thing. I, I but I now I'm curious to think like when did she start open opening up about it? What was the reason? Are there different circumstances? Mm-hmm. So yeah, if anybody like is re-watching. Put that uh, together for us. Yeah. Let 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 help us out. Like let, let us know. I'm really interested to to know. Cause she seems more open. As if you would have asked me like about Live now, like, oh, she would tell somebody. Like. Right.
0: Yeah. Interesting. So we have this custody battle. Um Calhoun represents Avery. I do appreciate that. She kills it in court. Um and when she asks her, you know, why why you don't want him in your life, and she says, the only intimate contact I've had with this man was when he violently violently forced himself on me, and I don't want him near my son. Um, and then the court, the the judge is like, I get it, I'm with you, but like you have full custody, but he has visitation. I found uh, that very like interesting. Two hours
1: every Saturday, like. Mm-hmm. You know that, like, as a judge, you just had the right to, like, terminate his parental rights. And like, you could have just, like, did it right then and there. And, like, we could have been done.
0: Mm. It's What's interesting is he was, yes, he was not charged for rape. But he was for stalking. So, like, th- and this is the victim that he stalked. So he <laughs> should not have rights to get near her or her child.
1: Um, I would think so, but you know, um, it's the dick wolf universe and things happen differently there sometimes than it does in our real universe.
0: Yeah, um,
1: it's 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 sad because it kind of showed. I mean, we don't always get a happy ending, I don't feel like this was a happy ending Mm-mm. at all. They made she it.
0: ran away.
1: Yeah, I mean, they may have gotten away. And I think, no, well, for some people, that could really, y'all, for some people, that could be a happy ending, though. Because, like, look, like, she won't have to deal with him. If so, for some,
0: her career, her life. Over, over. Like, that's, what's wild is she ran away, right? So she is now a criminal. She's a fugitive. And she can't go into her field because she has, she can't be on camera. She's a fugitive.
1: Yeah, and she had to go somewhere where she can't be extradited. So I would assume that someplace that's totally culturally different, and you probably don't have a community of people there. Um, <laughs> even though you have your a new a newborn mm-hmm. son, a a new baby essentially right. um, to deal with, that just sucks. Yeah, why would you give like? Come on, he's obviously crazier than a soup sandwich. Like, why would you give him crazier right...
0: than a soup sandwich?
1: Yeah, try to make a sandwich, a soup sandwich. Imagine that. Imagine that.
0: <laughs> what is a fun saying that I love?
1: You guys feel free to use it. You guys, anybody want to take it? i take That that's great. Yeah, crazy,
0: yeah, absolutely. Like that makes no sense
1: at all. Um Hated the character. Uh, the acting was great, though. But the
0: Yes. Character. Um. Some. Let's see what notes we have uh in the chat. Uh We have. Um, Alice says I feel like Olivia started to be more open after she started therapy in season 15 interesting I like that Um, and Daryl agrees that it is a pretty sad ending Uh, this episode again like I felt like it was scary this argument of legitimate rape is terrifying Um, and the the, uh, fact that in 31 states a rapist can fight for custody that's terrifying Um, it's just the scary world we live in. I think
1: a lot of times what we see in the shows reflect the reality of the world that we live in. That the the process of making laws and the process of how and the the process of how quickly people break them and maneuver around them it doesn't move at the same speed, and we see it time and time again in shows in real life. Um, that there's just not enough protection for people, specifically for women, specifically for from for mothers um, and their children when they're fathered by either their their rapist, their abuser, their what whatever this person yeah. has done done to them. Um and it's just really sad. Even the most basic of protective orders like really doesn't do anything um, for, four people, um, in those situations, it's just really sad. Yeah. This is not the, my favorite episode, but I feel like her money was like long enough to where she can make that work. Like she was really successful. Like she probably had a little bit of coin. I want to believe that like she was a smart woman and, and, and she didn't get in that position because she was a dummy. Um, and we you know journalists are really resourceful folks. So I want to believe that like her and Theo are like on some type of, I don't know. I don't want to, like another another place, obviously a country where they can no, there's no extradition and they're like living their best life. I
0: mean, yeah, I assume wherever she went is going to be cheaper to live than that loft that she had in New York City, so. Just,
1: yeah, just saying. So I want to believe, it. yeah, she's smart and she like had her money tucked away and she,
0: sure. um, yeah. <laughs> you know, right. she- um, Alice said uh, earlier when we were talking about how this does happen to reporters, uh, sorry to all the reporters who go through that, definitely thought it was over-exaggerated when I saw it on the show I felt like it was very Um, realistic
1: I I wish wish it I wish it was I wish it was an exaggeration I wish it was
0: yeah all right well on happier notes let's get into our favorite lines from this episode I have quite a few um literally my favorite line and it's something that I don't know why has stuck with me um, is when Purcell says, my lawyer, despite sharing my good looks, has been completely derelict of his duties, because I remember being like, it's so weird that they look alike, <laughs> and I wonder if that line was written in oh, after casting. God. I had, like,
1: that's funny, like, I had that tail was cracking up, because I'm like, I when it came, they came on the screen, I'm like, damn, they look like twins. Hold on. Like, I thought I was like, am I, like, tripping? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, did I like? Was I did I miss something? Well,
0: Daryl I, asks. <laughs> he's a lawyer, who I assume is his cousin,
1: I thought it, I went to cousin too. I was like, that's probably his cousin or something. Like, no,
0: I think they have zero relation. And I thought it was so good that they look that much alike.
1: They literally, I, I had to do a double take. They did look almost exactly like. That's funny though.
0: Um, and then. The other part that so in the same conversation, his lawyer says the alleged victim is eight months pregnant with your child. You want me to come out guns blazing? It won't help your case Uh, because he's right. Like how to argue that she's a very sympathetic witness. You don't want to badger her. Um, That's it. Daryl has his favorite line, which is objection, argumentative, and ridiculous.
1: (laughs) Barbara, don't we miss him? That's such a good line.
0: Um, I have two from from the show, Walter, the, uh, gov- the congressman, right? What is he? Congressman, governor? What he's is he? He's a congressman he? and he's
1: a doctor, but it, he's addressed he's a... differently by Barbara. Yeah. Here's what I have.
0: Uh, yeah. He says, if you need to lie to yourself and your family, that's okay. But don't lie to Dr. Sherwalter or the Lord. I don't know why that laugh made me laugh so hard. Um, And then when he says that the female anatomy hasn't changed since he um, was doing, since he was practicing to now, because I find that very funny because he's right. Female anatomy hasn't changed. What has changed is our understanding of it. And as a doctor, he should know that because, you know, in the old days, they would give people poisons to to help heal things. Then they learned that they were poisoning them.
1: Or orgasms when they felt like they were being hysterical
0: Yeah, so like He should know that- I don't think that
1: the worst medicine these days But hey, I get hey. it
0: I mean, I don't want a doctor giving that to me
1: No, Unless no I'm But like,
0: that doctor but
1: can you imagine having a prescription you be like, hey, I got this prescription from- <laughs> This is really like Can you kill me out I- and, the- and that is consent, so it's fine We can joke about that <laughs>
0: Is that going to be our next shirt? Is a prescription pad with <laughs> orgasms?
1: Yeah, a prescription pad for orgasms, and then and then put with consent on it because mm. you can't.
0: I'm, I'm making a note, people. This is about to become available on our site. <laughs> We'll tell you more about I
1: our merch in a second. Cry. I would cry if some if someone bought Emmordash, I would literally act real tears would come down my face. Like I would be so proud.
0: I just love that I keep making this merch that no one wants, but I think is great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's okay. Listen, like it just takes a while for people to catch up on what's cool. Like yeah, okay. All, all right.
0: Any lines? Any more lines?
1: No, you got all the good ones. Like, all the other ones are infuriating. Like, so let's not even.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, So as I mentioned, this episode is ripped from the headlines. Here's the headline that I'm going to tell us about. Um, So I'm frustrated. Here we go. It's... Todd Akin is a longtime anti-abortion activist. He was a Republican member of the House of Representatives for Missouri, Missouri's second congressional district from 2001 to 2013. So this is a state that he made, um, I believe, in 2012. Um, He said that the victims of what he termed as legitimate rape, air quotes on those words, rarely become pregnant. He said this during an interview that aired on the St. Louis television television station, KTVI, um, when asked whether women who are raped and become pregnant should have the option to abortion. Here is the quote that he said. Well, you know, people always want to try to make that one of those things. Well, how do you... How do you slice this particularly tough sort of ethical question? First of all, from what I understand from doctors, that's really rare. If it's legitimate rape, the female body has a way of shutting down the whole thing. Uh, sorry, he says, try, the female body has a way to try to shut that whole thing down. But let's assume that maybe that didn't work or something. I think there shouldn't be some punishment, but the punishment ought to be on the rapist and not attacking the child. So, so his statement is, the body does this, but sometimes it doesn't. Sorry,
1: I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. In my head, right, follow me, sorry y'all. In my head, so y'all can laugh, or no, I was laughing. In my head, I just saw like like an animated uterus, and it'd be like, -uh nah, shut all this down, shut it down, shut it all down.
0: i wish i could make that a t-shirt
1: i'm just saying like like as i'm listening oh he's like yeah he's like it's a whole way to you know shut all that stuff down and i was like shut it down i was like really really are you serious um it's funny even they bring up the stress the stress thing was brought up this episode and i Mm -hmm. thought you know how many women are under habitual stress don't get pregnant and it puts them under more stress like who are already like under like and it does, and you know, stress does like impede um, your ability to conceive. Um, mm-hmm. But like, it's it's like stress, like it's like ongoing, constant, right. like your emotion. It's your mental state that affects your physical state. It's not like surprise, like you're being attacked now, and you're just have some endorphins running through your body. It's not that. Yeah. That's I had to laugh at that. That was so ridiculous.
0: Um. So. I, I agree with you. We talked a little bit about the stress and how like it, a lot of women get pregnant under stress. Like, you know, I would say doctors, women that are doctors that during uh, women, a pandemic. Women, you will like say women <laughs> who were in a pandemic. He's okay, like, pregnant. That women. happens. Yeah, um, so the debate. idea that in a moment, um, Anyway, so then he
1: said... That would be amazing, though. And, and it's a shame that it, that is the rationale that um, a, a heterosexual cis man would come to, uh, instead of coming to the rationale that men are predatory and um, right. hearing about that
0: first. So he tried to to clarify his statement, this uh, man, this Aiken, and he says uh, legitimate rape... Uh, well, so people were upset because legitimate rape um suggests that there are different categories of rape some real and others that are not and he then explained that he misspoke and what he meant by legitimate was forcible rape um which isn't that a in the definition of rape like there's like a whole there's like a whole argument about different legal terms for rape um and and honestly it's ridiculous the most important thing to know is, you can get pregnant anytime there is sperm and eggs. <laughs> Any time, um, so two simple ingredients. Yes, yeah. not a hard recipe. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's the headline that it's ripped from. Um, the whole idea of 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 Congress people trying to, uh, you know, decide what is worthy of being called rape and what is worthy of an abortion and what, you know, all this is very frustrating and, and discussions we've had here on many occasions and we'll continue to have.
1: Um, Also, too, the, the stalking story, not, it's not exactly, like, in line with this story. A lot of things are different, but it was mm-hmm. definitely, you can't say that Aaron Andrews did not, inspire this story about the cast I remember Aaron Andrews, I think it's back in like 2008 or 2009. I remember being like, oh, that can happen to me as I pursue something like this, become successful. She had pictures taken of her in her hotel room. Somebody came in, mm-hmm. um, set it up to her. They'd be able to take pictures of her naked. Um, and those images came out online. Could have destroyed her career. Um, Could have destroyed her mental. I can't imagine what her mind. Right. That was like back then. This is really like way before like protect women, understand women. Like before we had the language of like, um, what different what misogyny was and how to break it down and how to like like it just it's way before people were just as open and understanding as I feel like they're getting to. I'm not gonna say that they're there. I'm gonna say that they're trying to get there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but it was way 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 ahead of that. And she still has a career, and she's and she sued, um, but it's just like there's not any amount of money that can bring that back. Right. I think she's done a wonderful job bouncing back from that. Um, even though somebody meant to like harm her and take her reputation, you know, that's not fair. It's funny, works so hard. It's funny that you mentioned, not funny, but I, knowing you, I understand why you mentioned that now her career is over because this character has extradited herself or sent herself to a country that there's no extradition. And now her right. career, everything she worked for is over. And I thought about that um, with, with Aaron Andrews because most people male or female i feel like would have quit that career and not wanted to keep going i don't know if right. I, I don't know if i would, would want to keep going I, th- I
0: think you're right and and i i think she it's you spend your whole life working towards something and the idea that she gets to the the top the where you want to be and it all gets taken away um so for, the, for those who don't know the Aaron Andrews uh, situation, that was in 2008. Um, Michael David Barrett um, filmed Andrews in her hotel room through peepholes at the Nashville Marriott um, and in Wisconsin. Um, and one of the videos in which Andrews appeared nude was posted online and went viral. Um, he was arrested by the FBI for interstate stalking, pled guilty to the charges. A second tape was discovered on his computer um, by the authorities showing her nude in her room, um, and that tape was never made public. So uh, he was sentenced to two and a half years in prison, three years probation, a five thousand dollar fine, and seven thousand three hundred sixty six in restitution. That is very little amount of money. Yeah. I was yeah. like, this 5,000 fine is missing some zeros.
1: Oh, um,
0: yeah. But
1: you can't get blood from a rock. You didn't have it. Okay. Yeah, so imagine all that happens and that is what that person gets for exposing you to the world. And even though the video is not popular anymore, I'm sure it's a, just a quick- I'm sure
0: it's still for anybody Google-able. Yeah. Not that you should, we're just saying that no, means that it's available. No. Please don't, but it's out forever. As right. you know, once it's on the internet.
1: It's there forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Um, we usually have a weekly poll, but Taylor's not here, so we're waiting till next time. That's Taylor's fault. Blame her. Um, <laughs> Taylor here with 30 plus Taylor's fault. Yeah. If I mean if if you all want to be then, mad about it,
1: then that means that then everyone has has more time to go vote on the, the current poll. So I think go China over expiration, Yeah, Is there extra, it expires. Yeah, it's a Twitter know, thing. You know, Twitter's not my. You know, know. I'm six years young. Come on now. Right,
0: so I'm telling you, it's, yeah, you can't vote, but you okay. can comment below. Um, yeah. All right, we'll tell you where to find that in just a bit. Uh, now, our favorite, um, favorite segment that we forget about every time. What did we learn? <laughs> I was like going along with it. Like, I don't know what she's about to say, but I was right, still- cause we forget every time. What did we learn this episode? Let's see. Um, I feel like, so I knew the legitimate rape uh, argument. Um, I knew that some States allowed rapists to have their custody.
1: I, well, well, I wouldn't say... I don't know if I learned it, but I I observed it is um, more lives this this part of her her story. Like, I, I didn't... It's, like, something that we know as viewers. Like, we know it. Mm-hmm. And so we know how it affects her. But I never really thought about how she interacts with that information with the rest of mm-hmm. um, people on the squad or how she moves in her own world. You know, we, we just know it. So watching her, you know, it gives us... A different point of view but just not really thinking like oh is this something that she's like hiding i mean we're in on this the secret sure. like, who does she tell like kind of like her mindset with all that i never thought about that and i've watched this show i mean you for right. you but never never thought about how that affects her when she chooses to disclose until this episode so that's something i'm going to be paying attention to
0: like in future episodes Right. I, I, that's, that is true and very interesting because I've always wondered, you know, she's talked about Noah for those in the future watching episodes, in the future episodes. Um, she talks about Noah and how, you know, at some point when she's, when he's old enough, she'll tell him about his mother. Um, so what about telling him about her mother? You know? It's interesting because does he understand what she does? How much does he understand? How old is he? I know he doesn't understand when to go to bed. I That's know he doesn't true. understand that. But I mean, I'm thinking like, you know, Stabler's kids knew what he did, knew he was a cop. And then when um, when there was an episode where he goes to one of his kids' school, I want to say it was Dickie because I think it was the boy. He goes to Dickie's school and he's talking to the class, and one of the kids is like and he's like, you know, if you need help, you talk to your teacher, you tell me, or and yes, and one of the kids was like, What if the person hurting me is at home? And he says, Then you tell Dickie and Dickie will tell me. Um, so like his kids know what he does. Yeah. So my question is, when will Noah understand?
1: Was well, he like seven, eight years old? He like he didn't he tell him I feel like he would be able to understand. It made me think about that young man that she looked after. It was in the arc with um, Valerie mm-hmm. when she thought Valerie could possibly be her sister. And I think her son was named Calvin. Huh? The little boy's Calvin. name was Calvin. Oh, okay. Um, and she left her son with, and he drew the picture of the police yep. officer and up for Olivia. So I'm like, in my head, I'm like, well, if he could kind of cognitively know this, like Noah has to know. I don't think he knows a s- sex crime, So I don't right. think
0: do that, but... I just, anyway, um, what did it I learn?
1: It'll probably be on until Noah's character is about 15 years old and she'll probably explain it to him. So we will probably see that at some
0: point. I mean, I'm waiting for the episode where we see her tell him and explain to him, like, who his mother is, who her mother is, all, all that stuff. Um, yeah. Anyway, what did I learn? Um, Alice learned that dudes uh, be creepy whether on camera or not 100%. Yeah. Um what I had a thing I learned. Oh, I learned that Felicia would be super down with orgasms as prescriptions. <laughs> That's what I learned.
1: It's it's a part of your body. It's science, it's medical. No, I
0: just love that you would be down with a prescription,
1: but yeah. but with consent, like but of it's course with
0: consent. consent yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, so. <laughs> That's it for the show. We have some announcements. Um, We will be back almost every week between now and the season premiere. Um, So every Sunday, I I will let you know. Hopefully, we will have a schedule of which episodes out earlier so you can catch up with us. But I will let you know with at least a couple hours before our show. what episode we're doing so you can watch it before you come in. Um, I want to give some shout-outs to people who are joining us. I know Alice is here. Daryl's here. Sarah joined at some point and said, in proper tradition, I didn't watch the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Um, Yeah, so glad you're all here. Make sure you've subscribed to this channel, basically so that you know when we're doing an episode. Um, Almost every Sunday, I know there's one that we definitely can't do. um, I want to say it's September 5th, but I can't remember. So just keep... Keep, you know, keep an eye out. And um, uh, 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 what else? It's guys. It's summertime. It is summer. Um, and we're very busy because Felicia and I have been doing stuff, and we'll tell you about it in just a second. Uh, also, as a reminder, if you would like to get a pair of Jeans onesie for your offspring or if you're pregnant and need a pair of Jeans shirt with it on their baby, um, that is available in the link below. Uh, we also have the Justice for Snowball merge, because poor Snowball. Um, Snowball I not deserve that. No, Snowball did not. Um, and uh that is those are our announcements but until next time if you want to check out the poll (laughs) that taylor did and is not here to tell you about and shame her for not being here to tell you the results she is at taylor gates um somewhere at alphabet underscore and on twitter and at taylor underscore gates underscore on instagram felicia where are you and what are you up to these days
1: oh i am on instagram at it's felicia michelle and i Re- uh, reactivated my twitter again so i'm um, on twitter at it's felicia on air but i'm gonna work on being a better tweeter but i don't i don't like it i'm just gonna get on there and talk to you guys i'm not gonna talk to anybody else okay, um good. i'm up to these days is um a wonderful podcast a very distinctive podcast called the leverage redemption the official leverage redemption after show of me and yell um I mean, like, I can't say enough great things about the show. It's an amazing show. We have so much fun. And if you loved Leverage, you'll love Leverage Redemption. If you love Leverage and love Leverage Redemption, love that cast, we have some of what I feel like some of the best interviews I've ever done in my career um, with them and they held nothing back from us. So if you are a super fan, this is where, that's where you need to be. So it's on electric, electric now. So you can go and download it on um, Roku. It's free to download and you find us. We are right there. Boom. at the Boom. We are right there in the front because this show is like, it's lit. And I'm just not, I can't even like lie. Like it's so it's good. Like, and I don't like to watch what I do after I do it because I get really weird about it. Yeah, I do. But because I'm such a fan of the show and I just like love the interviews and like, how everything just has come. It's, it's perfect. Chef's kiss. Watch it, please. You're fine. And <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, bye. <laughs>
0: um, honestly, uh, I, um, yes, I do this show with Felicia and I I do um toot my own horn a lot, but I will say this. Um, the episode five is our, our episode is so good. And like the episode, the fifth episode of um, oh, Leverage Redemption is so good. So people love that. And I just got to see the first kind of episode six of our show. And honestly, it is the best one yet. <laughs> um, okay, I'm, I'm so excited it. for everyone to see. It. I was smiling the whole time I watched it.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, it's, it's a great show. So if you, if you love, if you love this, you love the breakdowns, like we, it's, it's, Come join us over there. You're gonna, you're definitely gonna love it. So, and come join us and get those streams up so that we can, you know, go ahead and lock it in for this second yeah. season because they have more leverage redemption episodes. We need more leverage redemption after show right. Okay. Love y'all.
0: Yeah. Um, I will say we make less jokes there. Um, it's much clearer. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: But we, but there's still like the laughs and stuff because here we're just us, but there we get to like sit down. Like I mean, like Christian Kane, Aldous Hodge, come on, like, like just like crazy, amazing people in the industry. If you like mind blown, like, and and what you get to see is that these people like are really giving us like their heart and um, really being like it's not your typical interviews. Like it just, the, the vibe is totally different. It's just like, feels like family, like just talking to the whole cast and crew, showrunners, writers, everyone's amazing. I have nothing bad to say about any single person I met. That, this experience is amazing. So if you have half as much fun as watching it, as we have making it, then you'll love it. So yeah.
0: Awesome. Uh I'm everywhere. That was, you job? That okay. was amazing. Uh, you make me want to go rewatch it right now. Um, uh, I'm everywhere at Yell Tingle. That's why Yell. Make sure you've subscribed to this uh YouTube channel, Fanversation, so that you don't miss this show. Um also sometimes we do other things on this channel, so check that out. Uh anything else I need to plug? Really the lever the official leverage redemption after show a very distinctive You're podcast. Right.
1: If you're on Instagram, it's at After Leverage. If you follow Yell or I on Instagram, you can find it there or, or on Twitter. We at share, After
0: we share yeah. it a lot. Yeah, we do. Because
1: it needs to be shared. You need to yeah. watch it. It's great.
0: Okay. Uh, I think that's it, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Bye.